Today's episode is sponsored by an upcoming movie called If. We don't go to the theater a lot as a family, mostly because it's tough to find a movie we're all going to like, but If is one of those movies. It comes out in theaters May 17th. I saw the trailer the other day, and we ended up watching the trailer multiple times to check out all the different imaginary friends that are in it. Some of them are what you would think an imaginary friend would be like, a nice-looking monster, kind of. But other ones are so random, like this one that's a knight and one's a dragon and one is just a banana. And it gets wilder, too, but I'm not going to spoil it all for you. The movie is about this girl who can see imaginary friends, and she goes on this magical adventure to reconnect forgotten imaginary friends with their kids. I know me and my kids are going to enjoy going to the theater for this one, and the cast has tons of our favorite performers like Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Maya Rudolph, Matt Damon, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Emily Blunt. John Krasinski wrote the movie inspired by his own kids' imagination to be funny and exciting for all ages. It looks like a real slam dunk. The movie If releases in theaters May 17th, and we are totally going, so check it out. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Kids Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Today's episode is sponsored by The Adventure Challenge. The Adventure Challenge is a book full of adventure ideas for the entire family. Each idea is covered up with scratcher material. So you start by letting one of the kids scratch it all off to reveal what everyone will be doing for that adventure. Once the adventure is complete, There is space right there in the book to write about your experience and a spot for a photo as well. So the adventure book becomes a keepsake once you've completed it. The Adventure Challenge is a fun, unique way to get families playing together. Visit theadventurechallenge.com and use promo code KIDSTORIES for a great discount. Before we get started today, let's get after some shout-outs. Suvi and her brother V have listened to the podcast so much that they've developed the ability to shapeshift into any character they want. I like to imagine they take turns changing into Steve the Goblin King and Chewie the Dog and riding each other around the neighborhood. Thanks for listening, Suvi and V. Vivian is a ballerina ninja who can arabesque just as well as she can dropkick. She dances and battles her way all across Los Angeles. Thanks for listening, Vivian. Emerson and Ashton live in the mountains of Aspen, Colorado, where they are champion moose racers. The two dash through the trees on the fastest moose they can find, trying to beat the other forest animals to the finish line. Stay safe out there, you two, and thanks for listening. Kip from Waipu, New Zealand is a very good artist and has submitted some great drawings of Gloop soldiers. Kip spends his free time teaching jellyfish how to dance for their fancy jellyfish parties. Thanks for those drawings, Kip. Last time, on Pirate's Booty Part 1, Tatiana, Tim, and Ray discovered that Johnny Ringo and his gang were hoarding all the dark bulbs. This meant that the citizens of Brighton and other towns on the island couldn't get any sleep. Very few could afford the light bulbs that Johnny kept locked away. Luckily, the ninjas discovered this before they left the island, and they were planning on doing something about it. On their way back to Brighton, They brainstormed a good plan. All right, you two, began Tatiana. Let's make a plan. Sounds good. That coffee shop back in Brighton had a tuna melt on the menu, and I'm craving it now, said Tim. Oh, I'll second that, said Ray. I saw someone else there eating a chopped salad yesterday, and I'm totally in a chopped salad phase right now. Not a lunch plan, said Tatiana. 
a plan for the dark bulbs and Johnny Ringo. Oh, right, said Tim. Well, how about a classic distraction play? Someone distracts Johnny Ringo, and then someone else takes all the dark bulbs from the warehouse. All right, I like it, said Tatiana. Who does the distracting, and who does the taking? How about this, began Ray. We'll leave the wagon and Dapple just outside town. We'll bust one of the wheels so it won't go. We all walk into town and I'll grab Johnny, telling him I need help with his broken wagon. He and I will head out of town to fix the wagon, and you two empty out the dark bulbs from his warehouse. Excellent plan, Ray, said Tatiana. Then we get some lunch after that, said Tim. Yes, then we get some lunch after that, agreed Tatiana. And that's just how the plan went. The ninjas broke one of the wagon wheels, and then Ray and Johnny Ringo went just outside town to fix it. While Ringo was off doing that, Tatiana and Tim moved all the dark bulbs from Johnny's warehouse into a different warehouse nearby. No one even noticed them doing it, since everyone was all so exhausted from lack of sleep. Soon, the ninjas were sitting at the coffee shop, enjoying some lunch and coffee drinks. So what now, Tatiana? asked Tim between bites. We wait, she said. Once Johnny finds out about his missing bulbs, he'll come around yelling and raising a big stink, and then we'll probably fight him and his henchmen in front of the entire town, and we'll beat them, and then we'll open up the doors of the warehouse and give away all the dark bulbs to the citizens, and then we'll leave. Pretty sure that's how it'll go. Oh, guess there's going to be a rumble in Brighton tonight, said Tim. Sure enough, a few minutes later, after checking on his precious dark bulbs and seeing that they were not there, Johnny Ringo began walking around Brighton, yelling and screaming. The ninjas heard him outside yelling, and soon he entered the coffee shop, hollering, Who did it? Who stole all my dark bulbs? Those are mine. You can't have any unless you pay up. Who stole my dark bulbs? Tatiana finished her coffee, leaned back in her chair, and said, I'm your huckleberry. Johnny Ringo spun and narrowed his eyes at Tatiana. You, oh, you do-gooders. You tell me where you took my dark bulbs and get out of Brighton. They're not your dark bulbs, said Tim. They belong to everyone, you greedy old possum. Ooh, to be fair though, Tim, possums aren't really greedy, corrected Ray. They're pretty beneficial creatures to have around, actually. As, as far as animals go, I think maybe a wolverine is the best representation of greed. I know, but possum sounded funny, so I just went with it, said Tim. Johnny Ringo quickly grew tired of Tim and Ray's banter. He ran at the table and kicked it to the other side of the room. Food and coffee went flying in all directions. The other customers all ran outside. By now, Johnny Ringo's henchmen had gathered in the coffee shop as well, and the whole scene just exploded into a huge fight. Tim, Ray, and Tatiana ran outside, so the fight didn't bust up the nice little coffee shop. Johnny Ringo and his henchmen followed and began attacking the ninjas. Tim and Ray fought off the henchmen, and Johnny Ringo went straight for Tatiana. He was pretty upset. You ninjas, you're, you're ruining everything for me, growled Johnny as he lunged for Tatiana. She sidestepped out of the way, and Johnny tripped and fell flat on his face. A crowd was gathering now as most of the citizens of Brighton were coming around to see what all the yelling and fighting was about. Johnny grabbed two handfuls of dirt and threw them in Tatiana's face. She was temporarily blinded. She dropped her fighting sticks and rubbed her eyes with her hands. Johnny Ringo charged at Tatiana while she couldn't see. And from out of nowhere, Tim and Ray charged at Johnny. They were both riding Dapple the donkey. 
attack! They both yelled together, and they plowed into Johnny Ringo, and he was knocked to the ground. Johnny Ringo and his henchmen lay in the dirt, groaning and moaning. All right, everyone, began Tatiana, addressing the townspeople who were still gathered around. Follow me, and we'll get all these dark bulbs passed out. She led everyone to the warehouse and opened up the doors. Come and get it, everyone. Take them all. Take only what you need, Tatiana yelled out, and the citizens all rushed forward to take the dark bulbs from large wooden crates. Some citizens took entire crates of them to deliver to smaller towns all over the island. Soon, everyone on the island would be able to catch up on some much-needed sleep and return to normal. After all the dark bulbs were passed out, the ninjas prepared for their departure. Hey, Tatiana, said Ray, there is one more thing we need to consider before we leave. What's that? she asked. Where is Dapple going to sleep on our ship? said Tim. I, I figure he should probably sleep up on the deck so that he... No, said Tatiana. You can't take the donkey. It doesn't belong to you. Oh, but it does, said Ray. Turns out Johnny Ringo's going to have some debts to pay now that the townspeople aren't going to give him money for the dark bulbs. I bought him from Ringo fair and square. No, repeated Tatiana. Donkeys don't belong on boats, Ray. And I don't want some donkey on my ship making messes everywhere and stinking the place up. I I've already thought of that, Tatiana. I gave him a bath a few minutes ago, and now he smells like lavender. And I promise I'll take care of him and clean up after him and everything, please. 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 Please, can I keep the donkey? Please, Tatiana. Can I keep the donkey? Please, can I keep Dapple, Tatiana? All right, said Tatiana. If you take care of him and clean up after him, we can take him with us. Yes, said Tim and Ray together, and they high-fived. But no more animals on this trip, said Tatiana. Got it? Got it, Tim and Ray agreed. And they set sail yet again. On to the next town to return more of the stolen pirate's booty. The end. Thanks for listening, everyone. Before I sign off, I would like to give some quick shout-outs. Autumn sent along a great drawing of a tree beast, and she says one of her favorite episodes is Momo Takes a Break Part 2. Thanks for that drawing, Autumn. You're awesome. Shua from Melbourne, Australia, really enjoys the stories and listens before bed every night. Glad to hear it, Shua. You're awesome. Ben from South Korea really enjoys the stories, and he sent along a drawing of a tree beast as well. Thanks so much, Ben. You're awesome. And Ted and Harry from Christchurch, New Zealand are big fans. You, too, are awesome. Thanks for listening, everyone. There are new t-shirt designs up on the website, kidstoriespodcast.com, and send your drawings and ideas to kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Adios. <laughs>